Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Today on Things You Should Know, we're discussing the new approved FDA and CDC vaccine from Johnson and Johnson. So stick around. Here at Things You Should Know podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users? Or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as, Are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome to the show, Things You Should Know. I am your host, Kelly, and today is February the 28th, and a great time to be listening to Things You Should Know. Today's podcast, we're going to cover briefly but thoroughly the new uh, Johnson & Johnson approval uh, for the COVID-19 vaccine. So we have three on the market now. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any time, we've already done a podcast and described to you uh, the single shot doses that was being proposed by Johnson & Johnson. And also all of the vaccines, for that matter, we've kind of gone through and we've got one more hanging out there that I expect to be going for EUA approval pretty soon. And that is AstraZeneca. We won't get into that today. Uh, we're going to talk about the Johnson & Johnson approval, what that means and how it compares. So uh, if this is your first time to the podcast, please make sure that you are subscribing so that the next time uh, a podcast comes out, which should be 48 hours from now, we put out a podcast every other day, you'll be the first to know and to be able to listen. Thank you guys that are continuing to support the podcast for coming back and listening uh, each and every uh, week. Please make sure you check out our Facebook page, uh, like us there, and subscribe. There are going to be a lot of good articles and information posted on a weekly basis to keep you informed and therefore empowered. So let's get going. Johnson & Johnson. So the Food and Drug Administration, FDA, on Saturday, which was yesterday, uh, approved the uh, single-shot COVID-19 vaccine as an EUA, or an Emergency Use Authority, for this particular vaccine. 
Now, again, if you search back through our podcast, we did uh, a podcast before we talked about in detail what the vaccine was, and we thought it would go pretty quickly through the process, and it did. Uh, It's been less than 30 days since they submitted and were approved uh, through the FDA and the CDC. Now, uh, now we have three uh, vaccines to fight this uh, pandemic. So that's good news as well. One of the concerns is that many people in the public are reading into the numbers as it relates to efficacy rates. And the concern now is that many people won't want the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because they don't necessarily understand uh, how the efficacy rates are distributed and communicated. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. So the Johnson and Johnson uh, company has pledged to provide the U.S. 100 million doses by the end of June, combined with the 600 million doses from the two other shot vaccines as Pfizer by uh, BioNTech and Moderna. Those are slated to arrive by the end of July. So there will be more than enough shots to cover uh, any American adult who wants one. So that's good news. Uh, Federal and state health officials are concerned that even though strong data supports it, some people may perceive that the J&J shot is an inferior shot. The new vaccines, uh, 72% efficacy rate in the U.S. clinical trial site, a number of scientists have celebrated. It falls short of the roughly 95% rate found in the studies tested by Moderna and Pfizer Uh, across the trials. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine also showed 85% efficacy rates against severe forms of COVID-19 and 100% efficacy rates against hospitalization and death. Uh, Quote, don't get caught up necessarily on the numbers game because it's really a good vaccine. And what we need is as many good vaccines as possible. This comes from Dr. Fauci, the government's top infectious disease expert, who said in an interview on Saturday, and this article is brought to us by the New York Times. I'm going to sort to you, uh, uh, give you the sources where we receive this information. So this first bit of information comes from the uh, New York Times. Uh, Dr. Fossey goes on to say, rather than parsing the difference between 94 and 72, accept the fact that now you have three highly effective vaccines, period which is, uh, end quote, which I think is the essence of this. Stop focusing on the fact that the numbers look different. I'm going to explain to you why they look different, but be more concerned about the availability of vaccines because a year ago, well, you know, we were just entering this, but uh, a few months ago, we were really concerned about when we were going to get a vaccine and the death totals were, were just mounting up and mounting up. And now people are concerning themselves with things that, quite honestly, uh, seem to be a little sidebars. Uh, let's let's be thankful that we do have these vaccines to fight this uh, disease that have taken so many uh, around the world. So uh, if Johnson and Johnson's vaccine would have been the first to be authorized in the United States instead of the third, quote, everybody would be doing handstands and backflips and high fives. This comes from Dr. James uh, McDevitt. He's dean of clinical affairs at Baylor College of Medicine, and I agree with him. All right. From CNN, this is really good news. Dr. Esther Cho, a professor of emergency medicine at Oregon Health and Science University. Johnson & Johnson's vaccine performs very well, still has an outstanding safety profile, and then 
has the added benefit of tremendous convenience. Remember, Johnson & Johnson doesn't require two shots. Johnson & Johnson doesn't require this deep freeze transport storage component like Pfizer. Think about more than just the United States. Think about third world countries where now one shot and you can be vaccinated and you can begin to slow down and further uh, stop the spread of COVID, even at a, a, you know, a marginal lower percentage rate than some uh, like Pfizer or Moderna. Uh, You still got to think if people are getting two shots, are you coming back to get that second shot? I'm going to show you what those numbers look like in a few minutes, because I if you recall the earlier podcast I did, I was a little concerned about people following up and getting that second shot. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, FDA uh, analysts found that the vaccine is safe and effective. It can be kept in similar refrigerated uh, temperatures, unlike the two COVID-19 vaccines that already are authorized in the U.S. Johnson & Johnson's vaccine only requires one dose. And I think that really is the most important piece of this. That's a big deal, according to Dr. Cho. Uh, Quote, it's been such a challenge to get even a single dose to many people, Cho indicated, which, of course, we know. Quote, signing up for a second one, keeping track of that, getting transportation is just a huge bear for many Americans. And then, of course, it's harder to reach places, including rural America. It's just been a huge logistical challenge, end quote. So you have to think about rural counties, smaller uh, uh, networks in terms of these doctor's offices and things like that. And every uh, area doesn't have this sort of accessibility like a Manhattan or Chicago or Los Angeles or Atlanta or Dallas or Houston, you got to be thinking about rural South Dakota and Wisconsin and different places where there are a large quantity of people, but there are smaller medical networks. And in addition to that, think about other people in other places uh, within the world. Uh, Quote, to have a third vaccine that meets the expectation of an EUA, an emergency use authorization for safety and effectiveness at preventing severe disease and death from COVID-19, brings us one step closer to protecting the American public, staying ahead of concerning viral variants, and finding our way out of the pandemic. This from Dr. Francis Collins of the National Institute of Health. So far, more than 48.4 million Americans have received at least their first dose of COVID-19 vaccine. This is according to CDC. Now, more than 23.6 million people have gotten both doses. So 48 million have one, 23 have the other. That's less than half have followed up. Now, some still have appointments, I'm assuming. Unfortunately, that's only 70. uh, I'm sorry. That's only 7.1 percent of the U.S. population. That's only 7.1 percent of the U.S. population. Now, quote, the J&J vaccine, which is easier to transport and store, is going to dramatically increase vaccine availability. This according to Dr. Jonathan Rayner. He's a professor of medicine at George Washington University. Again, quote, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. End quote. About 3.9 million doses will be available for ordering right away. I read before where Johnson & Johnson had promised upon approval they have 100 million doses, like I read earlier, uh, for, the, uh, you know, for the American public, and they will have that. But immediately, they only have the 3.9 on hand. So they are ramping up. They're going to have this 100 million by the end of June. 
having done this, according to Lori Freeman, CEO of National Association of County and City Health Officials, this could add about 25% more COVID-19 vaccine capacity for the states. Utah's Governor uh, Spencer Cox told CNN that he expects the state will receive, quote, several thousand doses over the next few days, and we expect shots in arms this coming week. We know that uh, we have four million doses on hand right now, ready to go. They'll start shipping those out. We have on Monday. Uh, we believe on Monday. Uh, we should have those shots, we think, on Wednesday and shots in the arms by Thursday and Friday. That's a big deal for our state and for Americans anywhere. So, again, you're hearing some firsthand accounts of how important this shot is, how important it is that it's only one shot, uh, the availability of it. Uh, so let's talk about how it compares, because this is where some people get stuck in the mud. So let's talk about how it compares. Even at 66 percent overall efficacy, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is considered a successful vaccine. The average flu vaccine here. Here's here's where people get stuck. Uh, most of us are not medical professionals, yet uh, we tend to make assessments and assumptions of information that we read gingerly be it on social media or news headlines, and make assumptions based on that without digging deeper into the details. And we're not medical professionals. So let's do our due diligence to make sure that we are fully educated before we make an assumption. And on top of that, before we begin to expound and spread and communicate these particular assumptions. For example, do you even know how effective the flu rate, uh, the flu vaccine has been over the last several years? How effective is a flu vaccine? What's considered success? Most people don't know. I didn't know until I started researching it. I can't imagine just a common civilian would know this. That's not a medical profession. Why? Because we normally are not interested in a flu vaccine until we get the flu or until someone tells us the flu's going around. So anyway, I digress. The average flu vaccine usually hovers around 50%. 50% efficacy. 66% efficacy refers only to the overall results of the clinical trial. This referring to the Johnson & Johnson shot. The Johnson & Johnson vaccine was 85% effective at preventing severe cases of COVID-19, and there were no deaths or hospitalizations among the group who received the vaccine. And I think they tested uh, 40,000. Pfizer tested, uh, no, I think they tested 44, 45,000. Pfizer tested about 40,000. Moderna did about 30,000. Okay. Johnson & Johnson's test went out when these additional strains were being uh, uncovered. South Africa, Latin America, Brazil, uh, not so many in the U.S. So that's why their numbers are different. Pfizer Moderna's test was, was not necessarily on those variants, although Pfizer and Moderna are going back to do it now. Uh, Johnson & Johnson's included that data. Okay, so um, the important thing is that the 85 percent effective rate was for severe cases of COVID-19. It prevented it and it prevented death and it prevented the hospitalization. So let's recall what our real issue is here. The pandemic caused an influx and a burden on our health care networks. It was causing people not to be able to be serviced because they were more sick than there were available beds and networks and doctors to treat the sick. Therefore, the death rates were totaling and going up and up and up. 
Okay. Now, if it can prevent you from even going to the hospital and certainly if it can prevent you from getting severe COVID, blood clots, uh, pneumonia, fluid on the lungs and these sorts of things, even at a, a little lower percentage rate, it is a success. This is what the doctors are saying in total. And I agree. I'm not a medical professional, but in case you were wondering, I agree. Quote, this is the challenge when we talk about efficacy. What endpoint are you using? For Johnson & Johnson, their definition was how many people are diagnosed with symptomatic, not asymptomatic, symptomatic COVID-19? Question mark. So even though the vaccine didn't prevent symptomatic cases quite as well as Moderna or Pfizer, it did a great job preventing hospitalizations and death. This according to Dr. Brandon Dion, assistant clinical professor at the School of Medicine of Pharmacy at Northeastern. So, guys, at the end of the day, we have three total vaccines to help fight uh, this pandemic of COVID-19. Good news. Uh, the CDC, the FDA has approved it for use and 3.9 million uh, doses will go out immediately. 100 million doses will hit uh, the uh, the states with uh, by the end of June, coupled with the other four to 500 million doses that are coming from Pfizer and Moderna combined. You're going to have roughly about 600 million doses of these three variant uh, various you know types of vaccines out in the marketplace and the networks for people to um to really begin uh, to take advantage of. And the hope, of course, is that it gets us back to a point of some level of normalcy. These numbers continue to come down. People can be safer around each other. And ultimately, we stop the spread of COVID-19. So I hope you guys have found this informative. Ultimately, it's up to you. Ultimately, it's up to you. But the reason why a podcast like Things You Should Know Exist is because my personal feeling is uh, empowerment leads to better decision making. And after listening to this podcast, at least for today, you can't say I didn't. I don't have any idea about Johnson and Johnson because you do. I just told you if you want to do further inquiry, then do that. But make the decision after you've educated yourself in terms of what's best for you personally and what's best for your family. And of course, I wish you all well. And I'm very happy that Johnson and Johnson did get approved. And I'm happy that we're moving uh, forward fast with uh, affecting people positively and being able to help them, uh, you know, be vaccinated and free from uh, catching COVID-19. So thank you for listening today. Uh, if you've not done so already, please make sure you subscribe and I will see you in two days. Thanks. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, 
leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.